On this podcast today, we're going to be discussing the super pink full moon on April 26, 2021. We'll touch on some pieces of astrology with it and the energy of what's going to be shifting and happening for us this month. Also, it gives you tons of information around different ways we can work with a full moon and its energy. Congratulations, my star sisters and brothers. We have officially made it through the first quarter of 2021. Wow, what a roller coaster ride, right? It's the start of spring. So we're heading into the month with a lot of new beginning energy on our side. This next full moon on April 26th is this pink super moon in Scorpio. Pink because it's in April. And the super moon occurs when the moon comes close to the earth. This is not only makes the moon appear bigger and brighter in the sky, but it also increases its energetic potency. Wow, right? <laughs> like a full moon doesn't already kind of make you go, whoa. And this one is a super one. So some pieces of astrology with this moon is that this moon will occur when the sun is in Taurus and the moon is in the watery sign of Scorpio. The moon is also ruled by this water element. So water represents emotions. It's a, it's a huge transforming element. And so that's why water is so important to work with. The Taurus Scorpio energy is going to be carrying this polarity, which deals a lot with balance. You're going to hear the word balance a lot around the energy of this moon. It's going to hold some very illuminating and awakening energy. It will also emphasize the concept of form, which is in Taurus energy, versus transformation, which is um, Scorpio energy. While Taurus will deals with the physical matter, physical values, material goods, possessions, security, Scorpio is kind of on the opposite end where it deals with the destruction of form. And that kind of seems a little bit intimidating, right? The destruction of form. But that's a huge thing. It, it means it's not fixed. It's fluid and it moves. Um, Scorpio energy also embodies change, complexities, intangible items in transformation. So we have these two ones with very opposite energies that are coming together. And so that's why balance is going to be the key point to this month to bring in this energy because you're going to feel like one is tipping more than the other. Think of a scale. And so it's going to be really important in how do you bring these both together so you have this harmonious connection and balance in your life. The sun in Taurus also encourages happiness with the simple things, um, the tangible things in our life, but the simple tangible things in our life, our jobs, and to find the balance with these energies. How do you bring energies with the small things in your life? So this is a question to ask yourself. What are the small things that bring me joy? You know, make a list. Remind yourself. And this next piece is a big piece. It's a time of emotional expression so we no longer are sitting in these feelings and not letting them be expressed. What? <laughs> right? There may be tension and underlying emotions that need to be released. You can't hold on to them. It's time to release that pressure valve on these emotions that you're not giving a voice or a release to. This full moon will clearly show us what attachments we need to let go of in order to keep growing. We need to bring the spotlight on our fears, the fear of loss, powerlessness, and also the really big one, betrayal. The cosmos is literally encouraging us to open new paths 
to gain experience and learn through the process of trial and error to release and let go of any psychic or lower energy vibrations that we may be carrying. And this is not to cause any fear, but this energy is going to be really intense. Some out of our spiritual community is even layering fear on this moon's energy. But remember, we attract what we call in. So if you're embracing the fear, then fear will be sprinkled in your life. But for me, I see this month as a month of acceleration and unpredictability, which equals so many new possibilities, so many different ways to shift and move this energy. We're literally be given this like powerhouse slide to move forward. And because this moon is connected to that water element we just talked about, it can have us feeling a little bit extra sensitive. But you got to remember on the opposite side of this, we'll have a, an increased awareness with our higher senses and intuition. Our intuition may speak to us more clearly and help us pick up and sense the energies around us. What? Isn't that amazing? This will give us the opportunity to travel deeper into this awareness and understanding because the energy will be more intensified. It's also really important if you're feeling scattered, be sure to stay grounded and practice your self-care. Know that whatever is making you feel restless, you can also, can also serve as a clue as to what you need to dive deeper into and shift from. Why am I saying about self-care? Well, we're going to get nudged out of our comfort zones this month. Anything else which is preventing or restricting our growth. While these energies push us, it also can feel negative and disruptive in our life. The ultimate purpose, though, is to set us free from our limiting our growth and open us up to these new paths and possibilities. So focus on that when you're feeling like, oh my God, the cosmos is really pushing me in a, an uncomfortable way. So stay focused, breathe, step into your self-care, especially moving into this next month. So the upcoming weeks were likely to bring a lot of action and some surprises. Don't be afraid to modify your plans, stay open, and release the misconception that only one path will lead you to where you're desired to be. Remember, it's collective. It's so many different ways that we can get to one point. Open your view and self to these new possibilities. When you do this opening, it allows things in the energy to flow more freely into your life without constriction. We are being encouraged to embrace change trust life, and learn to enjoy the present moment here and now. Despite the inevitable uncertainty and discomfort that we've been experiencing this last one and a half years with this pandemic. So I'm going to ask you to go into this uncomfortable zone. You know, let's step out of this box that spirit is calling us to do. So questions I want you to ask yourself at this time. What do you wish to let go of? What do you wish to remove from your life? Are you trusting your intuitive calls to action? This is a big one. So what do I mean by this last question? What pieces of your intuition or messages have you been receiving that you have not moved towards action, towards movement, towards change? I encourage you to take the first step into that action of movement by doing one piece of what you have been putting off or ignoring. So an example of this, if you've been receiving messages to honor your self-care, which we all get, right? It's time to go take that walk. Go do that meditation you've been wanting to do. 
Go get that massage, that facial, that pedicure. Go sit down and journal. So many ways that you can move into that one piece of action of self-care. Stop putting it off. It's time to embrace it, to move into it, to flow the energy into your life. Don't forget, we also unintentionally pick up energy that is around us, like little dust bunnies. And they think it stay stuck onto your auric fields. And that's why during this full moon, it's a great time to do some kind of energetic cleanse and physical cleanse with salt baths, working with crystals, or burning those beautiful sacred herbs like sage, palo santos, cedar, sweetgrass, whatever you're called to move towards. You know, work with them. You can also embrace other practices like acupuncture, Reiki, pranic healing, and sound baths. All can be highly beneficial for cleansing stagnant energy from your body and from your, and from your life. Know this moon's energy will have a way of drawing things out of us. It's an energy that will bring things to the surface. Some of our uncovered wombs will be shown. It will also stir these emotions we didn't know we were carrying because it's considered such a powerful portal for release. So this is why it's so important to really work around these emotional pieces. Release these energies. Let them go. Because they're no longer serving you. Don't let them be your baggage. It's time to get rid of it. So in the next few weeks, when you're feeling agitated or anxious, I'm going to ask you to sit with these feelings and explore them instead of pushing them aside. What are these feelings trying to teach you? Allow yourself to explore these feelings and why are they surfacing here and now? Sit in this uncomfortable energy. I promise it may feel really uncomfortable and you don't want to do it. But the longer you start to ignore it, the more you're going to pressurize your system to things that are going to manifest physically in your body, where you're going to have those body aches, you're going to have that lower back pain, that neck stiffness, those headaches, those stomach pains. This is an opportunity to really sit with these feelings and shift them into a different way. And when you sit with them, you will soon feel a shift and you'll be able to move into the best part, surrender. This will lay new wisdom and deeper understanding of yourself within you. What a gift. What a treasure that is. There is such a power in learning to be present in the uncomfortable emotions that greet us in life. We can't avoid these feelings, but we can learn to navigate the energy deeper so we can stay afloat above the water versus drowning in them. And being so pressurized in our system that they shatter our physical well-being, like I was saying before, you know, manifesting physically in our body. So while self-care is important under this full moon energy, give yourself the opportunity to dive into the chaos of emotions and find these treasures that are buried in its waters. Allow these emotions to move through us, to flow out once we have felt them. For them, we allow these emotions to flow, to take all this debris that has gathered within us like the old feelings, the judgments, the hurts, the angers, the pain, the misunderstandings, the jealousies, feeling of unworthiness, of being unvalued. It's time to release these and to let them go. As we're exploring these waters of emotions, they can crash against you. They can push you, pull you, but don't let them drown you. Don't let them become that force to take you down. We are being called 
to move into a healing place, consciously to release. That means cry. Speak out loud. Scream if you need to. For keeping all this inside, you will only block your progress and inhibit your intuition and vision. Remember, by doing this, we're opening roadblocks. We're opening roads so we can go into a new direction, a new view, a new way of seeing things, to a new adventure. We're going to be called to stand up for what we really believe in. We must have a really clear voice to defend this. To do this, we have to clear out the clutter, the clutter of our mind, the clutter of our thoughts, the clutter of our emotions. Get it out. Letting go of emotions that are holding you back is essential to your well-being. But sometimes they just can get stuck. And that's okay. We often cannot think away our feelings. And that's a great place to incorporate ritual and ceremony to help you release and have an expression of these emotions we've been talking about today. I'm excited for this month's one because we're working with all the elements, fire, earth, water, and air. You can do all four of these ceremonies or you can just do one, whatever you're called to. Don't be tied to it and how it looks. They're all here for us to give us a different expression of these emotional pieces that we've been talking about, to give it an expression of that energy of action of forward, of release, for cleansing, for balancing. Because remember, this month is all around balancing. So let's talk about the first element of fire. Everyone knows I gravitate towards fire rituals because of its transformation of the energy. We're going to work with a fire bowl or fire safe item that you can burn fire in. And you can be, it, this can be adapted to anything that you're working for in that moment. Fire is very flexible to work with. So tools you'll need for this one with fire is a fire safe bowl, strips of paper, lighter matches, and a safe ventilated um, area. You know, this one always seems so simple, but it, it is one of the ones, yes, it's simple, but it's also very powerful. It carries such a punch when you work with fire. So on the piece of paper, I want you to write down whatever you wish to release. This could be a person's name or a relationship you're having a conflict with, a situation or a conflict that you've been dealing with, emotions or feelings, your fears, your grief, any of that, write that down. And then you're going to fold up this piece of paper and put it in between your hands and you can either pray calling your guides to help you release this fully and focus on those feelings focus on what you wrote down see emerging into that fire in between your hands even pray into it give it its words whisper the words into the prayer into the paper and then you're going to get the paper and you're going to put it in the fire safe bowl and you're going to light it and as you're seeing it light, see the smoke rise up, release, letting go of this piece of these fears, the sadness, the anger, the anxiety, whatever you're holding on to, go to a truthful place with it. And then after it's done burning, you take those ashes and you bury them outside, give them to Mother Earth and give gratitude for the fire element for transforming this piece for you.
Okay, next one is Earth. This is one of the fun ones. So when we think of Earth, you always think of grounding. You think of stability. It has that beautiful energy of being rooted and, you know, keeping you safe. It is wonderful to work with when you're feeling stagnant or heavy. The Earth energy is just one of, it embodies that whole element of balancing and stability. If you're weighted down by emotion, she, you know, our sacred mother wants you to give it to her. She'll transmute it. That's why earthing is so important. You know, connecting to her with your feet. You know, people don't realize the bottom of our feet not only has our foot chakras, but we also have um, micro systems that connect to all the different other body systems in our body. You know, it's a micro system. And so that's why reflexology works with feet because they work with those little systems to activate the liver, the spleen, the brain. And that's why earthing's so important because when you connect to her and receive her electrical impulses from the earth, which you do, there's scientific proof around it. She transmutes those systems with you in your, in your body. You know, go find a piece of grass, dirt, you know, connect with her directly feel that energy you know another way to do this is put your back next to a tree and even ask the tree say i'm asking you to take this energy like if i have a a backache and i'm out in the middle of a park and something i'll go up to a next to a tree and i'll ask can you help me can you help me release this energy that i'm feeling in my back and nine out of ten times that pain will go away. I can feel that energy of that tree of sacred mother coming up my, my base of my spine and releasing whatever tension I was carrying. That's why I always carry, you know, certain small crystals with me in my pockets or in my purse because I never know where I'm going to have to um, give an offering of thanks for sacred mother doing some energy shifting for me. Okay, so back to the earth element. You're going to need several stones and pebbles for this and you want to find a place in nature so either a river um, a lake a pond um, you can use the ocean you can even use your backyard you know don't be limited in how it looks a cliff or a canyon is also has some great energy or even a large you know field area so you want to gather up these stones or pebbles that are calling to you and infuse them with the emotion or feeling that you wish to release. So what does that mean? Let's just like the paper. You put them in your hand and you feel it, you know, picture those emotions in your head and feel that energy going down your shoulder and into your hands. You know, you can even whisper what you want to say or what you want to release right into the stones. So the faster versions is just what I said. You can hold on to them. But if you're really feeling like you're really corded or have you're carrying a lot of baggage with this emotion you can do a longer version where you get these rocks and put them next to your bed and each night you do the same thing you whisper the difficult emotions or you can even write it on the stone just use something that's water soluble and that is good to be in nature and you know release it do it you can do this a few days before the full moon you can do it even a week before the full moon. And then as you get your stones and after you've done this preparatory process with the stones, 
and you infuse them of what you were ready to release and let go. You gather them and go to the spot in nature where you're ready to release them in some form into this earth energy. So you can throw them into water, you can put them into the river, you can bury them into the ground and give them to earth directly. You know, you can leave them, you know, at the bottom of a tree and give gratitude for that. Those are all the earth elements. Don't be tied to how it looks and how it should present. You'll be called to do exactly what you need to do for yourself. For me, I like the energy of tossing those rocks as far as I can. It just feels like I'm I'm doing a physical release of throwing them. You know, of course, I have to make sure nobody's in the way. But I, I love that. Like when I go bike riding and I see a large open field, I'll grab a stone and whisper what I need to whisper. And I just toss that away from me. And I can feel the energies being moved with that rock as it's flying through the air. And it just makes you go, ah. So share your stories. I want to hear your earth releasing stories. Okay, water. I really love the power of water because it's so cleansing, calming, but it has such magical properties. And what do I mean by that? Water is so intelligent. It shifts its molecules to the energy and vibration around it. It's an amazing property form. It's great for releasing especially hot emotions like anger, resentment, jealousy, rage, depression. It's a beautiful one to work with when we're working with those kind of emotions. So this one, you know, you guys always hear me talk about how important baths and foot stokes are, but it's because we're working with this element of water of transformation. And like I said, the molecules will work with you. It works with your energetic field and your physical field. And so it can bring so much balancing with something as simple as water. Okay, so you're going to get a bathtub or a small basin for a foot soak. And a basin, you don't have to get fancy. You can go to the dollar store or even Walmart and you can get those tiny little basins as long as your feet fit in it, it will work. And remember, when we work with our feet, just working with our feet works with the whole um, microsystem of our whole body. And so that's why it's so important, you know, even if you can't do a full bath, you can soak your feet and your whole body will receive the same kind of healing as if you took a bath. You want to work with Epsom salts or pink Himalayan salt or sea salt. Whatever one, you know, resonates more with you. And you got to remember, salt is directly from the earth. So this one's kind of like a combination of water and earth energy because we're working with salt and water. Salt is very grounding. It's very cleansing. It's one of the few elements out there. You don't have to cleanse. You don't have to, um, you know, sage it or anything. Salt is always clearing in itself. Okay, you can work with any essential oils and like the essential oils you can work with, especially um, that I would recommend is like lavender. Lavender brings calming, peace, balance. Peppermint is very cleansing and then it also helps activate the energy of action. So it like moves the energy and that's why you perk up when you work with peppermint. Vetiver is a very beautiful herb and oil to work with for grounding. It's a root oil and it's so grounding. It it brings that rootedness of safety and that here and now 
it's a beautiful oil to work with. Cedar wood, oh man, that's such an earthy smell. And it brings in that cleansing and balancing as well. And then frankincense. Frankincense is, you know, one of the holy resins, oils, herbs, whatever you work with in its form. Um, it's very clearing and grounding, but it also raises the vibration. So that's why frankincense is one of those holy herbs that you'll see a lot of people reference to. And you can also work with crystals. I mean, I always work with crystals when it comes to my bath, but you have to be careful with the crystals that you work with. You have to make sure if you're going to put them in the water, that they're water safe crystals. So some that are like that are clear quartz, amethyst, smoky quartz, rose quartz. Those are all, all really safe stones to work with in water. Now say you're being called to work with malachite or something, you can put it into a jar next to you um, just so it doesn't go directly in the water or a selenite, it like will dissolve in water. So just protect it. It doesn't mean the energy can't be infused. You know, put it in a glass container that's sealed and you can put it next to you and the water will pick up that energy of that stone. So what you can do is like, if you're doing a foot soak, put those stones at the bottom, add your water, add the salts, add the herbs, add whatever you want. Same with the bath, you know, put them in there and let it charge for a second and set the intention with the water. Whisper to the water of this release. Ask the water what you want it to do for you and tell it, you know, I need a cleansing. I need a balancing. I need to release these emotions. And so you're going to draw the water, fill your basin or bath. You're going to add these elements and you're gonna enjoy your bath and foot soak. Visualize the pain, the hurt, the sadness, any of those heavier emotions that you may be carrying with you and it being drawn into the water, seeing being pulled out of your body by this cleansing water. And when you drain it, see those going down and away from you, seeing it moving away that you're no longer carrying it. And then you give thanks to the water for its energy, for cleansing you, for helping you move you into the space of being able to release. Okay, the last element, air. It is one of the quickest and easiest rituals to use that involves this air element. Using smoke of certain plants, we can cleanse ourselves and our space of anything that's holding us down to help give us a fresh perspective. Many people smudge on a regular basis, but you can set your own intentions. Move into your own practice with it. It doesn't have to be what someone taught you. You go with what your gut shows you and tells you what to do, because it will speak to you. The smoke speaks to you. When I'm smudging people in their auric fields, the smoke will tell me exactly what chakras are blocked. It will tell me where they're holding energy in their body because the smoke will increase or it'll wrap around that area. It knows. It's trying to work with its energetic essence to kind of shift through that energy of whatever's blocked in that auric field. So I love working with smoke. So you want to get smudge sticks, risins, um, Palo Santos. You can get incense. Work with whatever calls you, you know, whatever draws your senses. That's the the herb or the smudge stick or that's the item that you want to work with okay you want to get a, a fire safe bowl again so something that you can burn in 
um, an alabony shell or a poposcomi, whatever that looks like, you know, grab that tool. And you can get a lighted candle or a lighter. I prefer to light from a candle because it just brings the energy of transformation when you work with a candle versus just a lighter. So you light your candle and you can even carve a, a rune of release or protection into that candle and then light it. And so then you have that added piece into this ritual and ceremony. This next piece people tend to forget about or don't see it as important, but it's one of the most important pieces of this ceremony is open a door or a window. You need to have this energy that the smoke has released or is cleansing away from you be able to go outside out of your space. Otherwise, it's going to go bundle up into a corner and then come back into your space and into your area when you're not paying attention. So it's so important. Open up that door. Open up that window when you sage your space. So you're going to light your candle and then you're going to get that either that risen or that smudge stick or that piece of sage or Palo Santos and you can light that piece and get it to smoke and put it into your smoking bowl and then you waft the smoke around in your space cleanse your space and you got to remember when we're working with smoke and certain herbs it's like working with cleaning products so what do i mean by that we can do wipe down cleanings with a wet rag but it just doesn't seem to get things as clean and when you add some kind of cleaner to it it gets that deeper muck kind of you know, brought up to the surface. Well, it's the same thing when we're working with our herbs, when we're working with the risens, when we're working with incense or those things. We're working with those elements that know how to really break up that energy and can bring it to the surface so you can clean it away. So sage is very clearing, especially when you're working with fears. It's a great one to work with because it helps shift and release those fears. Now, if you're working with something like anger or really deep, more heated emotion like rage or um, feeling really betrayed, I would work with sage with dragon's blood because the dragon blood intensifies that sage, whatever it works with, with whatever element you work with dragon's blood, it intensifies. It's like sage on steroids. And so when I'm going into really um, deep, scary house clearings or the energy is not from this realm, I use dragon's blood sage because it just really cleanses the area and doesn't let me go in and carry any fear or uncertainty into that space. With Palo Santos is one that I see is not only clearing, but it balances out the energy. It helps you just bring in this like fresh of air of, you know, it just is, it's a nice, beautiful one to work with. So, you know, pick your sage, whatever you're working with, light it, and then you're going to call in your guides, your angels, your ancestors, anyone that you feel can help you with this emotional release. And then you, after you cleanse your space, you sit with the smoke and think about your emotions and tell it to the smoke. Say it out loud or even whisper it to the smoke. Release it. Don't hold it in your space. And then you wave the smoke around your space and you tell it to release these emotions. And don't forget to go over your auric field from, 
the top of your head and go through your chakras, through your third eye, your throat, your center of your chest, your abdomen, all the way down to your feet. Cleanse it, see it being released. See that smoke cutting those cords. And people think when, like, when we cut cords from our loved ones, it means we don't love them. Absolutely not. It's just meaning I'm not letting this energy take my energy. That's literally what cording does. It just, it, it drains you. And it doesn't mean that you don't love that person. It just means I'm not carrying your energy for you and you're not taking mine in the process. And so that's all when you cut cords, when you hear me say that we're cutting cords, that's what we're talking about. And working with the smoke can help you do that. And see these, this energy being released through that window or through that door. Seeing it being evicted. It's getting out of there. It's getting out of your space. And it's okay to cry. It's okay to have that release. We don't give ourselves permission to cry the way that we should. Crying is one of the most sacred tools spirit has given us. And so what do I mean by that? Well, think about tears. They're made of water and salt. What? We just talked about the energies of both of those things. And our body produces it on its own. We have this beautiful cleansing and grounding tool of tears and crying and people are like well I don't like to cry because after I have a good cry I feel just exhausted and I'm thinking well you're so, you feel so exhausted because you've been carrying so much emotions your body just was so depleted of all the stuff that it had to release you know you don't want to get to that place it's okay to cry it's okay to have that release let it go and especially for you men you know, I'm giving you permission that it's okay to cry. Go to that vulnerable place because crying is actually very healing. It's very grounding. It's very centering. So then that those emotions you may be carrying won't transmute to anger, won't transmute to resentment. Let it go. Give it a voice, you know. I loved these working with these four elements. You know, you can choose to work with one or you can work with all four. Whatever calls to you. And another piece that when we're working with emotion that really helps shift things and to get it out of your mind, your body, your space is journaling. I know some of you guys are so tired. Oh God, there she goes with the journaling again. But I promise if you sit down and give the time and the space and just really write down, you know, work with two things I ask you to work with. Sit with what was good about my day and what was the emotions that carried with it and what was bad about my day and what was the emotions carried with it. And you're going to see these little treasures of identifying emotions you didn't realize you were carrying or that had an ignition to something that went deeper. And so this is the pieces when you start asking those simple questions, you're going to go into that deeper dive with yourself and you're going to find these treasures of being able to let these pieces go. Are you going to find treasures of self-confidence or, or treasures of self-love? So it's time to go diving and find our treasures within. Don't forget, if you're looking for certain mixes to bring in these energies that we talked about with sages and herbs, I have blends in my store that you can work with that brings in these different energies and elements into your space. I have bath salts that are 
especially designed for healing, cleansing, release, whatever energy you're trying to bring in. If you liked this podcast, please click like and subscribe to our other platforms. We'd love to have you join our community. I hope this pink super moon is really transforming for you and brings all these different pathways and openings to you that is possible. Have a blessed and wonderful full moon.